You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's time now for It's My Money. It's My Money is brought to you by Brentus Wealth, and Brentus Wealth has been voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager in both 2017 and 2020. And with me from Brentus today is Gustav Reinoch. He's speaking to us from Brentus in Pretoria. And he sent me a note this morning saying, I'll read it verbatim. It says, I think, Lindsay, we should briefly chat about the following in general discussion, current markets and the sell-off we are seeing. Now, I don't know if you were watching the markets yesterday, Gustav, as, as closely as I do. You've got better things to do and clients to look after. But I, I couldn't believe what I saw. It's one of the most stunning days of volatility I've ever seen. Well, it's certainly in recent history. Yes, absolutely. I, I was actually sitting in a meeting with uh, one, of a fund, one of the fund managers uh, that we like to use, um, and he's domiciled in, in Switzerland, actually. And he just showed me quickly on his phone the Swiss market. And he was actually making a joke and said he's been waiting for this for about 20 years. And now he's actually sitting there without any cash to allocate into these equities with the, with the knock it is. So he's hoping that it stays like this or even goes down a bit more so he can allocate more into this because um, he's just holding thumbs because... As everyone knows, we had a brilliant uh, couple of years in, in the offshore market. So I, I think a correction was due. Uh, we just don't know how deep it would go. Yeah, just to reiterate, this is a one-day example, so people shouldn't get too excited about it. But at one stage, the Nasdaq was down nearly 5% and then ended up over half a percent, which is unprecedented. And although today the futures markets are under pressure again, it feels as though the markets are a little bit oversold. Whether this is the start of something, Gustav, that is what you as wealth managers have to decide. What do you think? Yes, absolutely. We we have to decide it. We all know... Um, during the whole COVID pandemic, what the markets did and how the growth uh, was illustrated and happened, um, it, it kind of looked unprecedented because we don't, we didn't understand. Well, it seems like we're in a, a, a physical crisis because of this pandemic in the world, but. On the contrary, the markets are running uh, uh, upwards, and it's mainly because of all the stimulus packages, I would say. Um, but uh, whether it's a start of something or just a, a, a brief uh, down, downwards trend, we won't ever know exactly when that turn in the market would come. All we know is uh, what the kind of strategies that we use currently and if there needs to be some changes made and what to do with, with new capital that, that we get in. Let's have a look at uh, geographical differences now, because uh, the JSC started the year very well. It's obviously been um, influenced heavily by what's happening overseas with reference again to yesterday. But we do have a South African Reserve Bank meeting starting on Wednesday of this week and ending on Thursday. And the feeling is that with inflation running very close to the top end of the Reserve Bank's target range of 3 to 6%, there may be another 25% or 25 basis point, quarter of a percent raise in interest rates. Would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. I think we all, uh, most of us know that interest rates and the inflation in South Africa has a lagging period of about 18 months. So during COVID, the, the Reserve Bank, to, to, to help the economy, they had to lower interest rates. Uh, but 
in effect, uh, what we see now is exactly as you said, that the inflation is getting to the higher end of the target that we wanted as the Reserve Bank. And uh, for, in order for to, to, to keep that main goal of the inflation target in the bands that we want to, uh, it's inevitable that they will need to raise the interest rates. A lot of people are saying they, they might be around six of these 25 basis point hikes in, in the year. So we're looking at about a one and a half percent raise in interest rates. And that brings you back to the question. Normally, when, when you see that hike in interest rates, you see an outflow out of the, that, that country's uh, equity market. So that is something that we need to keep in mind. Yes, we do. But on the other hand, other people will say, well, that's the sign that you know the economies may be picking up. And if they've got the confidence to raise interest rates, that's probably good and good for JSE listed companies. The jury's out on that one. In the United States of America, I think they've waited too long. And I do think that they will try and play catch up in um, 2022. Inflation mm. running at 7% there, 1.1% higher than in, the, in South Africa, extraordinarily. And that's already exerting an influence along with a couple of other factors, but it really is starting to spook the market a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's definitely something that we need to look at in the portfolios as well. Um, I mean, with the current, uh, the, the, the recent sell-off in the market, uh, um, if we look back to the 1st of January of this year uh, up until now, um, with with low or current cash offshore, I wouldn't say a run for the yields if you're in equities already, um, but we need to have a uh, take a careful look. If you are willing to uh, invest more money, uh, which you would want to do when when there's a, a bit of a sell-off in the market like there currently was, um, that I think we want to take a more conservative look of the offshore market and just see what happens because. Obviously, uh, in the history and, and what we will see is a run to a safe haven commodity, firstly, if you see inflation get the best of you. So it might not be a bad idea with new capital that you want to invest offshore that you take an allocation in gold um, and just keep it there and see what equity markets do so you can have a kind of an inflation edge uh, in your portfolio present when something happens in the markets that, that we are scared of. It's interesting that you mentioned gold. It's holding up. It's not exactly shooting up, but it's uh, it's certainly well above the 1800 mark, which it was struggling to yeah. achieve a few months ago. But it's interesting yes. you mentioned that because it is a safe haven. There's a couple of other safe havens that have, have done well also. But um, what I'm getting from you is that given what you've just said about interest rates and inflation, and the recent volatility in markets, that you are maybe starting to think about shifting your asset allocation for 2022. Not drastically, but certain a few little tweaks here and there, perhaps. Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, it's just as I say, we don't want to make any emotional decisions. So I think it would be the wrong strategy where if you were uh, participating in the current sell-off that we had the, the past month, um, I wouldn't say sell out of the equities that you already hold because that's realizing the loss uh, effectively. So I think if you have a solid strategy in a portfolio and a well-balanced portfolio up until this point, I wouldn't say go overly conservative uh, because that's realizing the loss, as I say. But especially with new capital, I would say uh, let's be a bit more wary um, Get a, a, a kind of inflation edge type of allocation in your portfolio 
and then see what the markets does. And you can phase into the equity markets as things settle in the markets because it's currently very volatile out there. Yes, it is. What sort of inflation hedge would you recommend? You've already mentioned gold. Is there any, are there any particular stocks or stock sectors that perform well during inflationary times, Gustav? I know I'm throwing this question at you yes. and, you, you know, we obviously have to do a bit of research mm. into that. But uh, off the top of your head, what should we be looking at? Off the top of my head, stock sectors that has done well in the past when inflation gets the older view is especially the energy sector. Yeah. So there's a lot of different parts of the energy sector, but that's something to keep an eye on. Um, we, we're actually having a webinar uh, quite recently in the 1st of February uh, where Magda Vyshaiska of, of Sydney are speaking, uh, Magnus is speaking, uh, and uh, uh, there's a few other fund managers that also speaks that we, we are going to address the current market and what to look forward to in 2020, especially with these sectors and the allocation um, that we are having in mind for investors, current investors and uh, new prospective investors to look at. Just one other thing before we close. Yes. Uh, given what's happened and, and, and after days like yesterday, do you get more phone calls or less phone calls from, from your clients? Do you get people saying, what are we going to do about this? I saw what happened in the United States last night. I saw what happened to the JSC with the all share index down well over 3%. Do you get those sort of calls? And if so, what do you say to these people? Oh, absolutely. Yes, we get them um, even even when, uh, well, less so when markets are running to the positive, uh, but people get wary and the moment markets run, uh, people are scared of a bubble and you need to explain uh, the whole scenario around that and how markets are driven. And also, well, more so, as you say, we get calls uh, with clients that are nervous. Uh, we, we had clients that did phenomenally well and you just need to take them into retrospective and tell, tell them, listen, we have been in this portfolio for a very long time. We had technology exposure, which has done over the past five years, 180 to 200% growth. So uh, a correction of 20% in retrospect isn't that bad if you look at it that way, but people tend to have a knee-jerk emotional reaction the moment markets get a bit more volatile. But if you go back to the basics and you know you have a solid strategy um, and you take the long-term view, it's not something that you need to try and speculate or get in and out of the market at, at certain points because of emotional decisions. So it's very much handling uh, client behavior and emotions than it is restructuring and uh, choosing a different strategy for portfolios. Good advice, Gustav. Thanks very much for your time. That's Gustav Reinoch, who's a financial planner at Brenthurst Wealth in Pretoria. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.